0: A Silly Dude production. That's not a try, that's a
1: miracle! Pretty still going, Marshall's got <laughs> coming up outside, now inside,
0: Wait, 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 yeah! That's ridiculous.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to They Talk A Good Game, the Fantasy Podcast. Fantasy Podcast? A a fantasy podcast. podcast. <laughs> Why would you put us in a box? Yeah, I know we're a there bit are of fantasy
0: podcasts out there. I'm sure there's some great ones. No, we well, delve into it a little bit. Yeah. Dive in.
1: Delve, dive, dive. Di-
0: divin. Yeah, we Divin.
1: I'm Harvey. Joined by my co-host. Bucky? yes, that's me. Did you enjoy
0: this weekend's footy? I definitely enjoyed this weekend's footy. It's one of the one of four weekends of footy I've enjoyed so far yeah, this I year. I thought you might say that. Any um, particular reason why? I just think uh, you know the brand of footy everyone was playing was uh, so good. You know that's um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, the only reason.
1: No, no reason about the tigers getting up. Oh, it in, helps. It does help, helps. I bet.
0: Helps. Um, do you reckon that was your best performance this year? I actually do. Yeah, even though it was against a Dragons team which was a bit depleted, um, I still just yeah, it, I was encouraging to see them kind of coming together. It feels like players are in the right positions. Did I did I not early on in this podcast say that James Roberts is a winger these days and that Tommy Talau needs to be playing centre? I think you mentioned it. I mentioned it long before Madge's made the move. So am I? So did, should I be an NRL coach? That's for the fans to decide. <laughs> but they should be saying yes because that was a great. Idea by me.
1: Yeah, well done. He's clearly been listening to the pod.
0: And finally, they're listening to my pod. Taking you podcast. on board. There you go. Uh,
1: what about the We're halves, happy. though? The you halves. and reckon that's settled with m M-Buy there?
0: m is going well in the halves. Yeah, and Dewey
1: out in the centres.
0: Yeah. M-Buy's a sort of... I mean, his whole career, I think he's been... Uh, it's been held, holding him back his utility value. Because he does have utility value, but so much so that... The Bulldogs didn't really know where to play him and then he didn't really quite establish a dominant half spot. He came to the Tigers as a fullback. So we never really – and then we had Benji and Josh Reynolds and he never really actually has had a crack since joining us at being a full-time 5'8". Like he's main, he was a fullback or a center. And so, you know, maybe – you know, him and Brooks haven't really been together the whole time he's been there apart from the last two weeks. And it's proving to be quite good. That's good. So, you know, I think that seems to be his best position, at least in the makeup of the Tigers team. So I'd keep him there. I'd have Dewey at centre because what it does with Dewey, it's, even though I think Dewey's a great 5'8", and I, it's, uh, the reason I like him at centre isn't because I think he's not good at 5'8", it's because actually it's like having another half wider in our attack line. Yeah, so yeah. our point of attack then shifts further, which I think is needed for a team like us.
1: Yeah, it gives you a kicking option out wide as well, so you can spread the ball, see what's on, and then... Yeah, put the boot on it if it needed to.
0: If it needed to, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: some other good games over the weekend as well. Warriors and Cowboys stood out. That was yeah. One, it all came down to that big field goal by Valentine Holmes, yeah, he's really death,
1: putting his stamp on that Cowboys team and taking leadership.
0: And Reese Walsh, once again had a really good game. Um, not quite enough to get the Warriors over the line, but no, he's showing his class. So. Showing his class. Storm, as as expected. Demolish the Broncos and Brandon Smith and Nico Hines. Two players who are not the first choice in their position in that Well, oh, they were missing three of their first choice spine. Exactly. So um, but then just to see Hines and and um and Smith like and Cooper John's got his first try in the NRL. Yeah, it's a nice eight. moment, isn't it? Yeah, so the whole spine, despite Jerome Hughes being the only regular first grade the regular first choice starting team member there. Um just stood up and were the best players on field. So that just goes to show the culture of Melbourne Storm as, again, un, you know... we said su- a thousand times, but yeah.
1: next man up mentality. Surprising it without works. even
0: being surprising. Um Panthers killed the Bulldogs, not by as much as we might have thought.
1: No. And actually, the Bulldogs held on for quite a long way throughout the game. Mm. I think they went down early, but they held on to, like, four-point deficit for quite a while, which is, you know, a feat not many can say against Penrith, so... Yeah,
0: Penrith keep the rolling on. Absolutely, and uh, Parramatta go for their second loss in a row. Is this the point of the season, where like a lot of seasons with Parramatta, start strong, have a dip in the middle of the season?
1: Yeah, they're gone now. Okay, they are. Manly just put the dagger in them. They've lost <laughs> yeah. all
0: confidence.
1: Mm. You know, Reed Marnie's still playing well and got the Origin call up. And I will we'll talk about Origin later on. Mm. But the rest of their side not making the
0: cut. Yep, you know, I think it speaks pretty loudly. Um and then the roosters over the raiders, um Joe Suwali stood up. Joey Manu was very impressive playing 58.
1: Manu, he's just a class talent. He's so class. He, and the more time like he gets on the ball like he does in the halves, the more he gets to show it. Um mm. super well-rounded player. Great. We sort of been known for his running game in the past and having a good offload in him. But he just showed, like, his kicking game was strong, decision-making. Again, he ran the ball really well. Just, yeah, I'd love him to have... He'd be a great asset to any team, regardless.
0: Absolutely. And then the Sharks got a surprising win. It was their first win, I think, since John Morris left the club. So, good on him against the Titans. Yeah, surprising. still turning up. Surprising to see the Titans do so Poorly against the Sharks. yeah they
1: had David feeder back as well so yeah. no real excuses um mm. again it it's that Titans inconsistency everybody was thinking maybe this season with their big star recruits that they were going to be a sure thing for the top eight they're yeah. gonna have to fight for it
0: no absolutely um and then we come to Manly
1: yeah we don't have to talk about it really I think we should
0: talk about it what went wrong what
1: are uh, the refs
0: delve into that. <laughs>
1: Just inconsistency.
0: <laughs> um, Big of a lopsided penalty count. Lopsided
1: penalty count. I mean, like, fair play. Knights played well. Manny played well.
0: You've got to wonder, though, why uh, Desi Hasler just didn't use much of the bench. He had Ben Trubojevic named. but Yeah, Benny didn't get on for a while. Yeah,
1: um, So he didn't get the triple Trubojevic impact that mm. many fans would have liked. Um, but good experience for him. I think we'll build from it. But again, it. I mean... There were some hits like from the Manly players that should have been Simbin sent off. Um, there was one by Tavita Funa taking, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Tex Hoy out in the air, high shot, and it only got put on report. And the mm. one that Marty got sent for was, you know, the lightest hit of them all. So yeah. I don't know what the refs are doing. If we're gonna have a crackdown, we got to stick to it. I don't, mm. you know, there's been lots of controversy and talk around changing the, you know, enforcement of the rules mid-season, but. I think it's even worse if we if do it for two rounds consistent. and then yeah. don't do it for the rest of the season because then it's just like those two rounds that were massively impacted. And you've got players like Victor Radley who are now sitting out for five games because he committed a couple of, you know, foul foul plays mm. during the crackdown. And That's then it. it's, yeah. players doing same thing or worse the week after and not being sent out for, suspended for no, much yeah. time. So. That's it.
0: We were both, you know, we've both been pretty supportive of the crackdown. Um, but... It's consistency that's like there's it's even worse than both options if you yeah stay relaxed or if you get that crackdown but either way you have to you have to stick to it um so that's frustrating to see um, yeah and
1: it's just like the
0: big motivator on the
1: crackdown was to get the players to you know stop the foul play stop the high contact mm. if you're gonna have a week where they're not going to be punished for it mm. they're going to be rolling into this weekend going well last week we weren't punished for it We'll keep it up, you know? Yeah. High-intensity footy.
0: Be interesting to see what happens in Origin. Yeah. because Big talking point, I reckon. Big talking point. Um, I guess Manly's saving grace is that next week they've got to buy the fact that Tommy's going to be – well, he wouldn't be playing. So, that's, yeah. that's lucky.
1: It is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although, I think we can fill the void of Tommy. We've shown that in the past. With that, <laughs> him in the side, yeah. lots of players that can stand up. I wouldn't, uh... I wouldn't be <laughs> – Um, No, I'm I'm scared for whatever round 17 and we'll have our game after an Origin match. and Mm. Yeah, we'll see what it's like when we get there. But it'll be good to have a bye this week, recoup and be better the week after. Yeah, let's talk fantasy. Let's do it. Um, Some lower scores this week, not reaching the heights of other teams or other rounds. Mm. Um, But our fantasy coach of the week was SMH, who's next with a score of 1,059, a very, very Mm. strong score, flying up the rankings. Um, And, yeah, touching on the bye with Fantasy coming into play next week, only four games on, a lot of players are going to be missing, going to have pretty much half your squad out there. It's going
0: to be interesting whether – what's the strategy? Do you trade? Do you hold hold on to them? You know, this may be the time where all all the players who have had Cleary as captain all year – now, with Origin and with buys, it's going to be a time where people wonder, do we trade, do we keep him? Yeah, who's, but well, who's, who's going to be captain? Who's the
1: other captain if you don't who's have Larry? Who's your the next
0: theory. captain? It'll. It, it, I'm excited to see a bit of variety amongst the captains over the next four or five weeks. Yeah,
1: decisions amongst the fantasy coaches. That's good. And then tipping. Tipping, yeah. We had four players or four coaches get six out of eight. Again, nobody getting full marks. So elusive ten points if you get all eight correct. Um, and they were Ilos Latrell Concord Magpies, Team Tuiaki and Sharks 1 2016. Three Living of in the those, past there.
0: Yeah. Living in the past.
1: Three of those teams tipped the same margin of 10. Um, Very good. So well done to Ilos Latrell Concord Magpies, and Sharks One Twenty Sixteen. 2016. You are all tied
0: Tippers of the Week. Congratulations. You get, you get a round of applause. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the They Talk a Good Game podcast community, put your hands together! It is now time for the bold, the basic, and the brilliant Woohoo! segment on this podcast, where we talk proper footy and give our predictions for the week coming, and our player player of the round that just was. Uh, let's begin by going back back
1: in time.
0: Uh, what are we doing? Going back to our oh, player of the round for the week, the week the before, before last, uh, it because there was a poll. <laughs> it was Nathan Cleary versus Rhys Walsh on our Instagram, and despite the fact that both of us had Nathan Cleary as our first choice, mm. Rhys Walsh has won the poll. Fan favorite, he gets the points towards our player of the year. He has
1: really burst onto the scene. I mean, he was talked up a bit when the Warriors got him over from the Broncos. You mm. just thought he was another hot prospect that. But- you know, I didn't I, I didn't think he'd first. be getting first
0: grade this year or much of it.
1: Yeah. No, no. And like I sort of read when he was moving, that he was going to be Roger's replacement and, <laughs> mm. you know, a year from exactly. now type of thing when he moved on. I don't think anybody would have thought that he would take over the fullback jersey already. Roger be on the wing, wing. and yeah. he'd be putting in performances that deserved it. They weren't just persevering no, yeah. with a long-term plan. He sure. has announced his, you know, his
0: name and Yeah. Well done, him. Well done, him. Deserving player of the round. Deserving our basic and bold predictions from the week that just happened. Um, let's see if they came true. What was your basic prediction, yeah, I
1: would Saab and Tata to
0: score a try.
1: Saab, you know, he did excellently. He, he, did, his he
0: did, did, his, did his job. Ty's not been scoring tries. He, he gets, his, gets his worth in other ways.
1: Yeah, well, I wanted him to score a try. <laughs> and it didn't happen, it didn't which happen.
0: is a shame. What was your basic prediction? It was Panthers beat the Bulldogs by 30. Um, and the Panthers were up thirty nil until the seventy minute when the Bulldogs scored a try. So, they fuck knew, you, you. Yeah, Canterbury.
1: Were... <laughs> fuck you. It's not the first time they've heard that. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was
0: your bold prediction? My bold prediction was that every single team would get double digits, and um, once again, fuck you, Canterbury, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because look, it, like every team got double digits except for except the Bulldogs. For them,
1: God, they've really.
0: They've really let me down. Yeah. Both times I've been let down by Canterbury. It's a lot it's, of shame. It's, it's, you know, yeah, now I know how it feels to be a Bulldogs fan.
1: Yeah, I, uh, six tries to be scored amongst all number nines throughout this weekend. And it started off well with Storm's uh, Brandon Smith getting a double. double. I was like, I'm a third of the way there.
0: After only one game out of eight. Yeah. The math says you get this one right.
1: Cook got one. Brayley got one for the Sharks. Um, and...
0: <gasps> oh...
1: Looking at me, I was just
0: hoping that there was more. No. Four out of six. Yeah. Close. Right. Close.
1: I should have said four, uh, four tries amongst hookers. Would you have given me that, <laughs> that as a bold that. prediction?
0: Well, it would have been bolder than some of my bold predictions. Yeah. I've made much less bold predictions. Yeah. <laughs> what um, are
1: your predictions for this week? Are we going to start there or do you want to go to player of the round?
0: Let's go. We should do our player of the round. If we're talking chronological times of time. Oh, yeah. That
1: would make sense.
0: So yeah, This job.
1: podcast is all about making sense. It's all about making sense. <laughs> so follow the chronology of the
0: yeah. right. events. Well, let's now give our brilliant player of the round that just was. Three, two, two one. one. Joey, Joey Manu. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I was tossing up between him and another player. We'll see if you go that way. But you're the one who now has to change.
1: I do, yeah. Unfortunately, Manly losing and Tigers winning for, for a change means that I have to go to my uh, second option. Yep. I had a couple. But I think I'm going to go with Dane Gago.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, Yeah. go hat-trick.
1: Put a hat-trick in and a really strong performance. Mm -hmm. Um, Really putting his, you know, looking back on his sort of career and his accomplishments and obviously Origin comes around the corner again. He always lifts up for that um, stage. He's putting in an argument for the most consistent or best center over the last decade or so. He really is like a top-class player. Defensively, he's really strong. He's obviously got his attacking potency playing on that edge with the um, with the Rabbitohs. And, yeah, he stood up. stand Standout Absolutely. player for me.
0: And we should just also, we kind of moved on from Manu pretty quick, but he was unreal on the weekend at 5'8". Yeah. Scored two tries, assisted another. Um, yeah, I, I love him every time he goes to 5'8". Like, he's one of the best centers in the comp. we got a battle of two centers this week, actually. It's quite exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe Marnie playing at 5'8". I like him when he goes to fullback. I like it when he goes to 5'8". I feel like he gets to free up a I, bit more. I could
1: see him being 5'8 long-term. Yeah. I, I think that's his position yeah. going forward. Maybe yeah. not this year, but... Well, him could, and Sam Walker. Sam Walker and what a combo. We'll,
0: we'll see what happens with Luke Keery, who is still very much oh, that's true. a player. He, he's is, just, he is a player. You're <laughs> right. Still, he hasn't <laughs> retired yet, unlike most of the other Roosters <laughs> senior players. Um but yeah, like um I like yeah, Joey Manu. I feel like he takes way more control of the game from five eight and
1: as we said earlier, the more he gets his hands on the ball, the more influential he can be and he's got the talent to change games. Yeah, we're well so... now with
0: Joe Swally in the centres, even when Sam Walker kind of if he comes back into the team, I'd yeah. like to see Walker and Manu at least for the rest of this year. That'd be quite good.
1: Yeah. Harsh on Lamb. But...
0: Mm, that is harsh on Lamb, but you know, they are the it's, roosters. It's a tough game, yeah. Tough game. He'd make a good fourteen. Um now let's do our basic and bold predictions for next round.
1: Okay. Because this gone, is a
0: podcast that makes sense. It's, so. It
1: does. Um, only four games, obviously, with the with the bye. Yes. Um, I've gone for 150 points to be scored across the round. This is your basic prediction? It is.
0: 150, so that's an average of... Just under 40 a game. Under, wow. What matches have we got? Broncos? No, sorry, that was last week. I'm looking at... And my thinking Jaguars, is... Broncos?
1: Lots of teams are going to have key players out.
0: So the defence will be a bit Defence will be a bit
1: weaker. Combinations will be broken, which might stifle the attack. But I think players that step into those roles will want to show what they're all about. Yeah. Make the most of the opportunity. Throw the ball around a bit. Who cares about defence? Let's just have a, a
0: try-off. I like it. 150 points. 150 across the round. Yeah. My... But uh, my basic prediction has nothing to do with footy. <laughs> it's not something that's going to happen on a footy field. Uh, my prediction is that bef- between now and our next podcast episode, so between now and next Tuesday, we get a video of Jerome Luai and Brian Toto singing at some point from New South Wales camp. Yeah. Whether okay. it's during an interview on like the footy show or like Maddie John's or, or New South Wales Blues Facebook page posts it. There'll, there'll be a video of them singing in camp at some point because they're making their debut together. They're best mates playing, yeah, doing New South Wales. Just going to happen. You just want to see them sing? It's just going to happen.
1: All right. <laughs> nice really prediction. Beautiful. Getting more and more abstract.
0: Getting more and more abstract. But it's I, it's just this as basic as This It's going to be the serious other. footy segment. This <laughs> it's is turning less. <laughs> and less. Look, at, look at what you've done to it. <laughs> um, and now let's move on to the bold predictions.
1: All right. Uh, well, I've, I've gone for. I'm just going to tip the four games, and okay. each of the winners, I reckon, are going to win by 10 points or more. Yeah, right. That, is that bold enough? Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Broncos are going to win, Panthers are going to win, Storm's going to win, the Eels are going to win. They're all going to win by double digits.
0: Okay. My bold prediction is similar in its form. Um, is it about the footy this time? It's about the footy. Um, it's about... It's it's a bunch of match tips. It's just a multi, um, which is kind of what yours is as well. But um, I've got... I think this is more bold than yours. Okay. Every team currently listed as the underdogs. Yeah. going to win. So that's the Broncos what, to beat the Dragons. Yep. That's the Tigers to beat the Panthers. Not going to happen. No Nathan Cleary, no Jerome Lua, no Brian Toto. It's no. It's the
1: Panthers they're not going to lose?
0: No uh uh Kate, Kate, Kate well. Wait, no, they've got a nursery. Probably out no there. Appy Correa cuz he's going to be 18th man, Doesn't matter. Um uh I, well I think we can get him. <laughs> no. no uh, then. So Storm are going Titans to beat. Titans is going to beat the Storm. Okay. Origin period, weird stuff happens. It's on the Sunshine Coast. They're
1: missing Tino and David Feeder.
0: That is true. I'm 408. Probably AJ Brimson. I'm
1: Brimson.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Got to be bold. Uh, the Knights to beat the Eels because the Eels as we know are gone yeah now. Eels are gone haven't even got Reid Marnie yeah, that, was, that was the
1: hardest part of my bold prediction was having to tip the Eels Well, I think they'll no. get up
0: because they kept most of their good players because they're not good enough to play Origin so I've made opposite tips to you in every single game oh I've still got the Broncos no. ok we've both gone the
1: Broncos yeah I think the Dragons won't. won't do very well
0: they've lost Tarek Sims they have lost Tarek Sims but that's all they've lost didn't no. even lose Ben Hunt who I thought might have snuck his way into the squad yeah. well, well we'll talk more we'll about, talk about Origin about in, in the next segment see you soon
1: All the teams are out, the location is decided, it's less than 10 days away.
0: You know what we're talking about? Origin. Origin. How exciting. Very exciting. Um, I guess first we should probably, before we delve into the teams, I'm using delve into a lot today. Doven. (laughs) Um, The location is very fresh news as we're recording this and... um, It's up in Townsville. Yes. I'm a fan.
1: You see, I'm. I'm I am not a fan of having two games up in Queensland.
0: Yeah, but if it was at Bankwest and that's two games in New South Wales, which is much better. But I think, I think from the perspective of, um, from the, I just think that it's it's nice that there's never been an Origin game in Townsville. There, there are now a, they now they get one, whereas Bankwest yeah, no, is I, still in Sydney, which is a, same, not very far from so you, sure. A and Z. So sure, I understand game, that logic
1: mm. of. But in all honesty, they shouldn't have given it to anywhere in New South Wales or Queensland. They no, it should They have be, kept it neutral. Yeah, Adelaide,
0: Adelaide Canberra. <laughs> Canberra, mate. Canberra to- would be quite New South Wales. Like, still neutral. Yeah, still neutral. New Zealand. They could have taken it into Alice Springs or somewhere. That would have been nice. I would have liked Darwin. Go back to Darwin. Yeah. Go Perth. We've done Perth. Could have gone Tasmania. Could have gone to Hobart.
1: That's true. Anyway, there's lots of options. Sure, none of them are sort of as
0: idyllic as Melbourne. It came down to Townsville v. Bankwest, and I prefer that as a choice. So, <laughs> You're betraying the Blues. There you go. It's all a the more <laughs> challenge for the Blues to get up.
1: It'll be a big statement if they win the first game.
0: There will be. And see, that's, you know, so they might actually get up more, you know. That's no complacency.
1: That's, true. That's uh, true. We'll have to wait and see, though. Let's talk um, about the teams. Yeah, well, we're here to Should we talk start with the Blues them? because they've yep. actually got a, a team listed? Yes, like them. a squad from the yep. from the Queensland side.
0: Seems like Freddie knows where the players will be playing.
1: Yeah, and so the backline is pretty much what it's we our had back predicted. Line. It yeah. is our backline. Um, I think lots of people had a similar
0: yeah position. It kind of it was interesting. It it began to really pick itself. Like it was a team that started out as like the form players, but then it really just began to be like. No, like you know, this has to be the team.
1: Yeah, Toto, he he's just been the best. Toto so so far,
0: and Jerome Luai so deserving. Absolutely, I was worried that Freddie might last minute. Well, not last minute, but might just decide to go with Jack White. And I wouldn't have been
1: that angry if he did. I can understand it. He's the M Player of the Year. Like, and for Luai to come in and in half Uh, a season, Daliem
0: Schmaliem. I'll say it. I think, I, th- <laughs> I think the whole point system for Dalliums is flawed, so therefore I yeah. can't say that a person winning it is reason enough for them to get...
1: But, no, I get that, pips. but he was still playing some of the best footy last of his year. career. Yeah, yeah, he was. Mm, last year. Yeah, and he, he <laughs> lifted every time he's played for the Blues. Yeah. And I think actually his it's his utility value that put him onto the bench. Yeah. Um, covers anywhere in the back line, you can throw him in the middle forwards as no, well. No,
0: he's, he's a worthy 14. Um Obviously, I was a bit out there with my Jack Bird pick last week. But um, no, he's got there. And both of us automatically took Cameron Murray out of our teams because we just didn't think he was going to be back in time. But yeah, no, but he's recovered he's in. well. He's in. Tarek um, Sims is in. Sims, yeah. In the back line. Bit of a
1: smoky, uh, like in the back row. I, I get it. And I'm actually, I just hadn't thought of him, to be honest, because mm. he plays a the Dragons and haven't been playing too well. <laughs> yeah. um, But he is made for the Origin Arena. He's aggressive, he's tough, he mm. keeps his game nice and simple, he's pretty well disciplined, and he's aggressive. Like, at t- points last year, we just they were just running harder than us, tackling harder. They put Not us off sure. our game. Yeah, it's um, good to have
0: someone like that in the team who really is a scary, scary man.
1: Yeah, and he's just going to run his line, you know, take the hit-ups when he's called upon, otherwise he'll make those good dummy runs and the ball go out the back to Mitchell or Trebojevic, whoever. whichever side he's playing on yeah, Um, and yeah I think he's I think he's a great pick I think he's got a good chance to stake his claim for origin spot going forward I think Mm. Crichton will still come back into the side after his suspension is done but I think he'll then you know he's in for a shout of taking that um, bench spot with Liam Martin the other sort of back Mm. rower included on the bench for his debut
0: big fan of that I mean neither of us really had Liam Martin in our lists but Yeah, I'm still a big fan having him in there.
1: I think what sort of was a a contributing factor in us overlooking a player like him and and Sims as well was the fact that we had so many locks that we wanted to pick and they were all playing well. And we were like, oh, Isaiah, yo, he's played in the second row before. He can play there. Cam Murray, obviously, he's probably a bit more adept to the second row than a lot of the other locks. Victor Radley was in a lot of squads as well, taking up that lock position. Yeah. And so we were just trying to figure out how we can get all these sort of middle players... And push, pushing them to the edge, but if you actually look at the out and out back rowers, I think Liam Martin and Sims are the ones available fully deserve oh, their spots
0: absolutely. Um, and talk about impact off the bench, Junior Paulo and Payne Haas, two of yeah, the biggest, massive. two of the biggest men in the game. Um, they've opted to go with Safiedi and Trebojevic in the starting uh, front row, which I I'm, like. I'm, I, I like it. I think they're I wouldn't solid. be
1: surprised if it changed around before game day. Yeah, as probably, well. it probably could, but um, I think
0: they're solid. Just in that starting front row position, um, I think Jake will in the Origin arena be used as a front rower, especially with so many like young locks. Yeah, no, I think through.
1: I think that um, we'll see Murray going to the middle lock position a bit. Yeah, when Martin, when Martin comes, Martin comes on, on, um, to especially if Cooks having a bit of trouble getting into the game mm. because I feel like they really link up well together in that middle middle section. Um, and yeah, Jake will just be the big minute prop. So, Paulo and Haas. I mean, Haas plays big minutes anyway, but they'll just be used to run off the back fence and bash down and tire out the middles of Queensland. Um, And, yeah, I hope Jakey stays out there for a long time. Mm. He's the best defender in the team.
0: Yeah. Uh, They've got Apicoros out, 18th man. So close. You had as your nine. Yeah, I did. Um, You know, if he's...
1: Uh, Yeah, I can't complain with Cook still being there. I think he played really well on the weekend um, and, yeah, turned on at the right time. He, saying that, I think if he has a poor game, poor showing, um, make some poor decisions or whatever, hopefully he doesn't, but mm. I think we've got a very adept um Coruscant number nine. As that eighteenth man to come in
0: and take his boots. Absolutely. Um anything else you want to say about this New South Wales team before we have Camp, a look?
1: Campbell Graham in at nineteenth oh, man. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Young guy in the squad yet to debut. Yeah. Um he's a good player. Yeah. We're excited to see what he grows into.
0: He's one of those players that I think Freddie's picked to just have in the camp, get him used to the camp. I don't think there'd be any real... They'd be really hoping not to have to play him because that would mean an injury or something. I think someone
1: like Clint Gutherson could be a bit frustrated that he's not in the squad. Yeah. Um, But I guess the bubbles aren't as big for, like, COVID reasons or whatever, so you can draw on other players if if need be. Um, And, yeah, Graham's there for the experience more than anything. So Absolutely. Well done. Well done. Congratulations. Hope we get up yep, in a couple no. of weeks' Oh, it's a good
0: team. I'm happy that... Yeah, I'm just happy with that back line, to be honest. I was very, very happy to see Toto and Luai in there. So, looking forward to it. 100%. Queensland are uh, playing mind games. They've named the 20-man squad. They won't give any of them a number. Um, well, Because I don't think, I don't think they know. They I think know. There's, there's lots of <laughs> question marks. Always mind games.
1: <laughs> well, it's always mind games, it's of always course. Always mind games. Um, but Ponga... Something Munster. that we do
0: know is that Kurt Capewell will be lining up at centre because they haven't named any centres in the squad apart from Dan Gagai. I
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they put it uh, okay.
0: question marks over
1: Kafusi. Right, he's got oh. to overcome a tripping charge yeah. to make it into the squad. They've got Sewer there, but I think they oh. could put Capewell into
0: the second row and place Sewer in the centre.
1: No, not place Sewer in the centre. Uh, uh, you can move Val Holmes. You can move AJ Brimson there. They've got options.
0: It'll be Kate. Well, it'll. I think it will. But I'm just (laughs) saying, regardless of whether um, I think, regardless of what happens with Kafusi, like they've still got um, players like um,
1: I think Val Holmes could play in the centres. I really think so. uh, But
0: they'll bring felt on to the wing if they do that. Ah, true. That's true. Carl felt can play centre.
1: Yeah, I'd have him on the He's such a good finisher. Mm. He's so good onto the high ball. You've got
0: to make mm. the most of that. And I think Holmes... I think, I think with Jaden Sewer and even like Offa of Hingawi there, I think they'll keep Well in the centre and bring one of those guys into the second row. It's likely. Um, it's likely.
1: But they let's just hypothetical worst case scenario, Ponga and Munster are both ruled out. Yep. I think they're replaced by Holmes at fullback, Brimson at six, and um, then felt onto the wing.
0: Yeah. Yep. That sounds good. <laughs> it works for me. Grant uh, and Mar- yeah. Gr- Grant and Marnie, Um Yes. Yeah, so we don't know who will be starting, or if you know there is still the chance that. Um, well, I think Grant will be in there, whether it's nine or fourteen. But just say Grant gets the nine. There's no guarantee if Marnie's even in the seventeen, because Brimson could take the fourteen role with. Um, if Ponga and Munster I, both I play, I don't
1: think they'll run Grant without Marnie there.
0: Yeah, that's true. He I think Marnie hasn't there. played eighty minutes. All he has
1: Yeah, he hasn't played the full full slog. That's true. I think they'll use Marnie to get through the first twenty minutes. Do you think Marnie will wear nine? You think he'll be I think starting? So. I think he's such a strong defender in the middle. He's yep. really lifted his game there. His delivery is good, um, and I think Grant is great when he's fresh yeah. against tired forwards. Um, I think he's more impact
0: than what Marnie would provide off the bench. Last week, you didn't even have... You had Grant in your team without Marnie even in your 17. Yeah, well, things change over a <laughs> week, you know. Things change. It shows that I'm using my critical
1: thinking skills Okay. over the course of the it week. It feels like
0: you just copied what I was saying last week. Well, oh, we all know who copies who on Marnie. this podcast. <laughs> I had Marnie at nine. I had I had Grant at 14. So, yes, I agree with you, Harvey. Um, uh, what else about this team? I mean, Cohen Hess made it into the squad. Yep, both of our kind of Smokies, Cohen Hess and Joe Effinga. I was surprised to see Effinga there, but I wasn't. He's been killing it. I think if anyone's been watching the Tigers, he's actually been one of our Who best. Who watches he's the Tigers? Our, he's been our best forward, apart from maybe Luciano Lelua, of course. Yeah, um, no, and he's he's done it before, obviously. He's one played... of them, one of them will play, one of them will miss out, though, out of those two in the seventeen. I think, you for, think? Sure, for sure, yeah. Like I think. Um, Well, no, if Kafusi's out, Sua goes up. Oh, yeah, if there are players out. I think Kofusi is almost
1: guaranteed to be ruled out. How is he going to overcome his tripping charge? You can't get it downgraded. He has to argue
0: that he didn't trip him when he tripped him. All right, well, then, yeah, you could get both of them in there. Um, I think they'll both be in, mate. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But really, it's tough to kind of talk about it because it is the players that we expected to be picked. So we kind of haven't learned any new information. What's interesting is where they're going to play and who's going to be suspended and who's going to make the final. I still
1: think Capewell playing in the forwards is not the question.
0: For me, it is. So there you go. Well,
1: that's a difference of opinion. <laughs> that's a difference of opinion.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Munster's, I mean, they feel pretty confident about Munster. I think he'll play.
1: I think they'll keep that up, saying that he'll play right up and until the uh, you know day of pretty much. Um, that's true maybe, I, I, maybe he, the
0: fact they're saying he's going to play means he won't play maybe if he exactly, wasn't going to play right? they'd be saying oh, it's yeah. almost
1: the, the more that they come out and say he's definitely playing the more I'm inclined to believe that he won't play
0: yeah um, well it's actually interesting that they haven't even like in a 20 minute not have like it's pretty much confirmed that if Munster doesn't play, the six is either Brimson or Ponga. Because like, uh, there was talk that maybe Ben Hunt's in the squad, maybe Corey Norman's in the squad. They opted yeah, not to select a full-time half and go for just to bring a full-back in. If uh, Brimson's
1: played play. plenty in the halves before. Ponga tried oh, yeah. it. I Ponga think.
0: tried it and failed.
1: Yeah, but I think outside DCE, it's a bit like having outside Cleary. They're a similar mould where they're just total game managers mm. and they, they dominate maybe the kicking game. Maybe Harry Grant
0: picked at six. Not going to (laughs) happen. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Um,
1: Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. We'll
0: have to wait and see. Very exciting. We'll we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go more into our game predictions next week, but just right now, New South Wales or Queensland, what's the margin? Go, game one. Uh,
1: New South Wales by 28.
0: Interesting. It's in Townsville, but I will say New South Wales by a point.
1: Wow. How's that?
0: How's that? Old. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> By a point. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, next week, it's the match still won't have been played, but the hype will be so real. Very real. Very real. The realest. <laughs> Harvey, we went to the footy uh, the other day. We did. Um, but it was the wrong kind of footy. It was the Ooh. AFL. We went to the AFL, yes. Yes, we apologised to... All the fans who tune in every week, we've let you down. We've let our families down. Um, we went to the football, the AFL, the Australian Rules football, to watch the Sydney Swans up against the Carlton, Carlton Blues. Yeah,
1: and Swanny's got up.
0: Swanny's got up. not um, well on Swanny's. Yep, I enjoyed the fourth quarter. I'll admit that it got exciting for me then. Oh, absolutely. Went um, <laughs> away with it. I felt like for most of the game, I was just waiting for the fourth quarter. I feel like that's what a lot of AFL is to me. That's my personal opinion. Um, I enjoyed the whole game. Harvey's more say. of an AFL fan than I am, so yes, you enjoyed the whole game. I That's was great. waiting. I was waiting for the fourth quarter. I was instead just eating hot dogs, drinking beers. And
1: in fact, I think your favourite moment was actually after the game, wasn't it?
0: That's right. So I talk a lot of smack about AFL, but I'll tell you what, it's got something going for it. And I'm just going to play a little snippet as the full time siren went. Um, well, these this were the scenes around the ground. You can hear the, the siren just went there. So you can see what I'm getting at, okay? What what just happened? What just happened just then as the full-time siren went? Everybody
1: got on their feet.
0: Everybody's on their feet. Chanting the Swannies' team song. The team song. In AFL, there are 18 teams, some of them that came in less than 10 years ago, but every single team has an old-timey, get-up-and-sing-along team song. And we're not trying to be cool with it when it's not trying to be... It's just tradition, and it's beautiful, and it's a real... Element to the game day experience, and it makes people want to go to the game. Yeah, 100%. So sing the song.
1: Yeah. Everybody's up on their feet, clapping their hands, Everybody's singing the to... words if you know them.
0: Yeah. And so I just think, and I think that people are going to agree with me here, but in NRL, it's like there's like four teams that have a good, like old timey sing along team song they're the Roosters, the Rabbitohs, the Sharks, and um, the Dragons. That's it. Um, I think every team, the NRL should be making sure and the clubs should be taking it upon themselves to have an old-timey song. And, you know, personally, my heart lies in this as a West Tigers fan. And obviously the West Tigers came from a combination of the West Magpies and the Bowman Tigers. And they were two foundation clubs. And they both had great team songs. Yeah, massive history. And they both had great team songs. But then the moment the club merged, they just... Got rid of all of that together. Yeah. And I feel like it's shame. such a shame. I've actually come to the podcast today with a bit of a gift to you. I'm very excited. And to the podcast. This is actually quite legit. So like a few years ago now, it's been a few years actually, um, I basically wrote, well not wrote, but I just sort of merged the old Balmain Tigers theme song and the Western Suburbs Magpies theme song. And ended up full on producing with like singers and stuff, a West Tigers theme song. And we got, we're in talks with the club. There was, it was actually like very close to becoming the Tigers theme song. But then last minute there was like, you know, there were bigger fish to fry basically for the club and there were other things going on and there were people who left the club and there were all sorts of things going on and it never got Why off Why was a
1: team song not the number one
0: priority? It should have been, it should have been. Um, well, it should be at the top of every club's list. Yes. So, um, but basically, now it's been long enough. that the, During the time, I actually, like, the club didn't want me to talk about it. Because it was like, it could become the song. And so it was like, cool, when it becomes a song, that's when we can kind of talk about it. But it never got off the ground. And I and now I'm just sitting here with this song and I've got the Hosting a footy podcast. Hosting a footy podcast. <laughs> and I hadn't thought of it until now. And it even better that the Tigers got the win on the weekend against the Dragons. So I can play this with some- Gusto and some meaning behind it. So, if you are a Tigers fan, but even if you're not, I hope you'll enjoy. This is a mashup, and Harvey hasn't heard this yet. No, this is
1: going to be fresh to my ears. He'll have my live reaction
0: following. So, yes, here we go. We are the boys from Western Sydney. Come along and give a cheer. Football players, the
1: rugby league team of the year. We are the Tigers in our white, and gold, stout hearted men, all fit and bold. Watch us make a break and see us score a try. Our motto is do or die. We're fighting fit and we are ready. We play to win with all our might
0: you think that we are boasting stick around and watch us strike hooray up with tigers hear the mighty roar it's the team that we love
1: just watch us score we'll keep playing till we hear the whistle blow and show the
0: crowd what we know we play our football fair and beat the best the tigers from the west The mighty West Tigers! What a team song. There you go. Right, that's amazing. The Tigers from the West.
1: Honestly, I think That's... that's got every element, but... A teen song should have.
0: Mm. Old timey. It's got a great tune. And it's a mixture. It's a mix of the West Magpies. So the Magpies songs were the one, the, the bits from that song is the bit where it goes like, We are the boys from Western Sydney, da da da. And then the Tigers bit is, We are the Tigers in black, white. Oh, actually, it was uh, wearing black and gold. So, But I've added in the black, white and gold because yeah. it's West it's, well, it's got that history to it it's as well. It's got the history, but Absolutely. you've just adapted a few lyrics. Like, why are we throwing history away? We had it there. Hundred percent. Adapt, adapt the history.
1: That's an exceptional effort. And if any, you know, people involved in the Tigers board are listening along to this,
0: (laughs) you know, you got to get on board. I'm gonna, we'll post that on our Insta as well, so you can have a listen. Spread the word. And I think if every team had a song like that, I like that.
1: At the end of the game, you get the win. Your crowd's on their feet, sticking around, having a sing along, enjoying the moment, embracing your fans, your family, your friends, Mm. anyone at the game. Letting the opposition know they've gone on to, our territory, yeah, you know what I mean
0: absolutely it's so tribal and it's um it's something that the a f l gets so right and um it's it's because it feels easy it feels easy enough to put into action yeah 100%. but uh, there's things like that that seem not so important but and it actually drives the culture it drives the culture it gets people to the ground that's it, you know parents are taking their kids like. Imagine it's, it's, a, it's a moment for AFL fans to take their kids to the game and have their kid for the first time sing the team song with the whole crowd. That's it, mate. Creating you know, memories. Creating memories. So, come on, NRL.
1: Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Over the weekend, the football season came to an end. No.
0: Football. We've talked about so many different types of football.
1: No, Not the AFL. Not okay. the rugby league. But the soccer over in Europe. mm Finished with Champions League final, Man City versus Chelsea. Chelsea getting a 1-0 win as the underdogs. Pep Guardiola goes another year without his third Champions League trophy.
0: It is tragic.
1: And it got us thinking. Let's do another draft.
0: Well, it's not a draft. It's not a draft.
1: Uh,
0: Combining
1: combining sports. What's this segment called?
0: uh, NRL players playing different sports in this instance <laughs> soccer soccer the euros are around We've the done, corner as yes. well very exciting
1: football's in our in our brains football soccer that is yeah. it's going to be quite confusing yeah we'll use those words interchangeably throughout this segment
0: yeah we did we started the podcast in our very first episode ever we made a rugby union team that was with like players who we did it with not just current players, but I think we've decided that most things, it's it's more fun to use our pool of current players. Absolutely. Focus on the now. Uh, we did it with cricket. That was with current players. So we're going through the sports. Yeah, we've
1: done four by 100 metre sprint race as well. That was in the
0: draft that we did that. Oh, yes, see, it's all blurs together. It all together blurs together. Podcast. It all blurs, but... Now well, we're, we're gonna-,
1: gonna pick 11 players, create a football team, soccer
0: team. Yeah, Who's good at Who do we reckon be good at soccer? Sometimes you see players put through little grubbers and kick it again, and the commentators go, "Oh, are we watching the EPL?" That's it. Well, now we're about to really put it into practice. Hundred percent. Who Figure who, out- who jumps out to you? Let's
1: get into it. As, Who's the best who jumps out to footballer me <laughs> that exists in the NRL?
0: Uh, well, I don't know about the best. Who? The first thing I want to talk about is goalkeeper.
1: Okay, all right, let's
0: Let's let's do it that way. I think of goalkeeping, I think of saving goals. What's a goal in an RL? A try. Who are the best try savers? This is a great way of thinking of it. Yeah, try savers. Um, so I was thinking of two fullbacks that come to mind that you see time and time again put their body in weird positions, make it to unbelievable places, and save tries. And so I'm tossing up between Roger tuivasa shek and Clint Gutherson.
1: Huge, yeah. Both tall,
0: both got that, you know, Tall to be a goalkeeper
1: Absolutely Good communicator They
0: both got good chat Oh I reckon they both Yeah they organise a defence That's it So that's what you gotta do It's gotta be a fullback 100% I think you've named A try saving fullback
1: I'm gonna Say Gutherson
0: Yep I'm happy to go Gutho
1: I think he's got better hair Keepers (laughs) have nice hair He
0: looks more like a goalkeeper He does He does He's decided. He's number one in the side. He is our goalkeeper. Excellent. Clint Gutherson. All right. Um, I'm going to throw... It just feels funny to me that Clint Gutherson's the first player picked in this soccer team. But he's not playing Origin,
1: so... So so we've got him. He's (laughs) available. He's he's available.
0: available. Um,
1: I'm going to put a left footer at left back. That's the biggest requirement. I think, for playing on the left side of defence. Okay, but
0: who play? who's a left footer in the NRL? The best left
1: footer in the NRL is Cameron Munster. <laughs>
0: it's easy. Have you seen him kick a, kick a conversion? He's kicked goals with his left foot. <laughs> yeah, but he misses most. <laughs> That's why he's in defence, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. As long as he can just clear it upfield. Munster. Unless you've got a better left footer for me. He's, he's going in there. I don't know any other players who are left foot. So there you go, Cameron Munster. Easy. Easy. It's just putting itself together, this team. Yep. Um, uh, this is a bit of a classic one. as We're sort of working through the defense, working up to the attack, which I think is an all right way to do it. Um, a center back option, which is just based on he's a good tackler, he's a good defensive player, he's featured in most of our teams. Is he big and tall? No, he's not. Ooh. But I guess they should be. I guess if they're centre something. you a are the expert here. I'm just picking based on it's weird advantageous stuff. for. Because I was going to go for Jakey, but he's not that tall. Jakey, well, just because he's a good tackler.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I had Jakey. I have him in the midfield as like a defensive midfielder. Not bad. He's tireless. He. Got a good engine on him. Uh-huh. He's can't see him scoring worldies from outside the box, <laughs> but he's going to make those tackles. He's going to run the hard yards, and he's not tall enough to be a centre
0: back. <laughs> Is he fit enough to be a defensive? Absolutely, I mean, he he plays he... eighty
1: minutes, mate, in the middle. Yeah, if you can play eighty minutes in an NRL game, you can play eighty or ninety <laughs> minutes in a, in a football match. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I uh, want Jakey let's, as let's cancel our... Jakey in as a defensive mid. Perfect. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> alright well, your turn
1: I'd Payne House as a centre back
0: oh yeah that's big tall. big tall big and tall <laughs> he's in he's, he's in you he's,
1: want someone who the opposition <laughs> is scared to run at yeah and I don't true. think there's anybody more scary maybe Warrior Hargreaves yeah I don't know who else sort of stands out yeah. you also <laughs> an element I suppose you want is someone that's able to boot the ball really far uh, so maybe not a for, like a front rower yeah. Although there have been some front rowers putting kicks in the past,
0: as long as his other centre back can give a good boot and that's, that's all it. Right. Let's
1: pair them. Let's, Let's pair have the one them. aggressive, tall, big tackling guy that you're scared <laughs> of. Yeah, and, then and, and the ball player, you know, the back maestro who's going to play those long <laughs> yeah. balls over the top.
0: Exactly. Okay, all right. So who's that guy? Well, I don't know who that guy is, but I've got, I've, got, I've got someone else who could be somewhere in the team. Right, <laughs> hit me, hit me. Um, I so obviously I don't really know what's required to make a good soccer team. But this I'll give it my best well. See what you think.
1: Throw a name out there. Throw what attributes at right, you think they bring. At right
0: back. Yeah. I was thinking like an edge forward because I want someone who can make their tackles but also mixes it up in the attack and can come forward if needed. Yeah, nice. I Thought of Isaiah Papali. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From the Para I don't know why. Yeah. I think it was cuz he has big hair and he reminded me of Marcelo, the Brazilian defender. If Yeah, good comparison. So I thought, he's a he's a wing back and I thought why not have another Big head. and he's
1: got some X Factor on him as well. He's got some X Factor, you know. You don't expect your right back to be able to contribute in the final third, but maybe Papalui can do that. Maybe he can do that. I think it's, it's as a true good an argument in. as ever. <laughs> it's, it's the best argument we've had so far. Uh, <laughs> this is great.
0: All right, pencil him in. Um, okay, um, who have you got?
1: <laughs> I've got? I've got someone who I think technically is the best footballer Nathan Cleary. Yeah. I can just see him being in the midfield, center attacking mid, just controlling the game. Yeah, great decision yeah. making. I've got him there too. Technique wise, I'm sure he could play most sports and be pretty good. Yeah, I think I think he's. I think he's him, in. I
0: think him and Jakey are a great midfield. Oh, okay, but there's yeah, we need someone else in that midfield as well. It well, we? depends. Depends what formation we're playing. Depends what formation we're playing. We're we
1: playing three midfielders,
0: oh, two wingers, yes. one forward. Okay. Or are we going. <laughs> Yeah. We're going
1: four four two traditional. Yeah. Uh, Depends how many strikers we've got that come to mind. Or if we want to throw another midfielder. I don't mind.
0: I like a four three three. 3 3 I feel like that was okay. always my go-to. back Let's in Back in the FIFA days, I liked a four three three. 3 3 But we'll see. We'll see. If we can't think of any other, like, centre midfielders, then then we'll go with... What Drake about wingers? And, um, instantly. You instantly think of Josh Adokar.
1: 100%. He's our right winger. He's I don't, a, yeah. But, I don't think but the other thing
0: you want for a right winger is an accurate cross into the... And so do you want... I feel like there's two ways you can go with this. There's one way, which is what we're doing so far, where you discount people's ability to kick a ball. The other way is you pick a team of goal kickers. No, which discount, is, yeah, discount, discount the kicking a team ability. Of goal kickers, I want to yeah. see
1: what attributes they've got in rugby league yeah. would go across to the
0: to football. Yep. You know? Yeah, let's go Josh Adekar. And let's just
1: win. assume that they can all kick a ball... <laughs>
0: Pretty well. Yep.
1: As good as each other, you know? Yep.
0: yep. Adokar is one of our wingers. We need another quick bloke. Um
1: maybe, maybe someone like Damien Cook. He's pretty nippy.
0: I thought Cook a little bit. Yeah? Gotta keep on him. <laughs> Just <laughs> a, little. a little bit? Uh, it crossed my mind. Okay. It crossed my mind. Um yeah, Cook. Um
1: Unless you've got another
0: alternative, I reckon he's a shoe-in for that left wing. Yeah, let's go cook on the wing. <laughs> cook on the wing.
1: Hey, he's turn a foot, mate. He's a beach sprinter. Yeah. Nobody knew. Cook on the wing. Um, we're still looking for a centre back. Yes. Probably another midfielder. Unless we want to go with two up front. Uh, either way, we're looking for someone to
0: go up front. Let I'll I'll pitch someone for up front. Okay. Striker. You yes. want someone who is um, Clinical? Clinical. Has a bit of X factor, mm-hmm. accurate with their kicks. Yep. has power on their kicks. Okay, and on the weekend we saw a player with massive power on his kick as he slotted a field goal from a ways out. Valentine Holmes, I like it. Valentine Holmes, he's got is that sort of striker. Yeah, look about him, he's like a Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo. He does. He is a bit of a Cristiano head. Ronaldo. He's got the yeah. pace as well. Yeah, yeah. I tell you who else VH1. I was.
1: I was thinking who doesn't ha- haven't taken into account the kicking but in just all-round being a god. Tom Trubovic. I'm not, Turbo, having, I'm not
0: having Jake and Tom both in the team. Why not? I'm just not having it.
1: Why not? I'm not, <laughs> having, I'm not having it. He's a natural. He can I'm play any it.
0: sport he wants. Tell you what, Tom could be uh, our centre-back along with Payne Haas because he's tall.
1: This is true. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Tom, you feel like i <laughs> No, no. I yeah, said he could him. be.
0: He's not. No, he's, no. I've written
1: it down. I can't. Rule it out now. Who else would play centre back? Because we wanted that ball-playing, technically gifted, got to be tall. That's the requirement of a centre back. So I need you to come up with someone who's a better alternative to Tommy at the back. Because so I think I think oh, Val's up front. We've got. I'm happy with Val up front.
0: Um. Uh, uh. Uh. Oh, let me quickly. Let me quickly have a think. Let me quickly have a think. Um. No, 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 no. Latrell Mitchell. Quite Latrell solid. Mitchell. Latrell Mitchell. He's tall. He's solid. He's got a great boot on him. I I, I think Latrell Mitchell personally.
1: Latrell in the midfield. You need that big body. Mm. At the moment, we've got Jakey and we've got <laughs> Jakey's Nathan. a big body. He is a big body. But what are you talking about? You need that tall guy that's going to wing the headers, win the second ball. You want him at the back, don't you?
0: I do. Then
1: Tommy in the midfield. <laughs>
0: Um. Well, let's think about uh, I'm happy for Luttrell at the back I'll yeah, give me are you are happy for uh, you Valentine. made a good argument. are you happy for Valentine Val-, Val up front Val up front yeah so, so now it's this it's this other midfield position or we think of another striker Um, and I am on the team for it not to be Tom Treblevich okay <laughs> just okay Unless you'd rather you can have Tom there but you got to get rid of Jake.
1: No, no, Jake he's in there. He's a hard working, he's the grafter. You need him in the side. Okay.
0: Well there you go. You've made your choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. You made it. Now what quality are we looking for? Well, I think it's going to be a midfielder, right? Midfielder. So partner, I, reckon, I reckon we've got Fleury. So we've got a defensive Bloke and yep. Jakey. Yep. An attacking bloke, attacking bloke and, bloke and So you
1: just want an all-rounder. An all-rounder. He's a
0: natural all-rounder. Can do a bit of everything. An Andreas Iniesta type.
1: I'm thinking Cam Murray? Yeah. He's a pretty complete it's footballer. It's an all-rounder. He, he, I could see him
0: playing in most spots. It's an all-rounder. Um, Jory Manu.
1: Jory Manu.
0: That's <laughs> not a bad shout either. Yeah. He's pretty versatile. Pretty versatile. I think it's between those two. Mm. Which one are you leaning towards? The reason why I tossed up Manu is because I'm always on the I'm always on team. As many clubs represented as possible. And haven't had a rooster in there. Don't know. Okay. Manu. Manu. Happy with it. He's pretty versatile.
1: Yes. Yes. He's in. Settled. All right. Okay. I'm going to run through this quickly Check. and see what you think. All right. Uh, so we're playing 4-3-3. Yep. Goalkeeper of Clint Gutherson defensive line of Isaiah Papaliti, Payne Hask, Latrell Mitchell and Cam Munster.
0: What a beautiful defensive line.
1: Midfield three of Jakey Boy, Joey Manu and Nathan Cleary. Lovely. Wingers of Josh
0: Carl and Damian Cook. Oh, it's good.
1: Up front Valentine Holmes.
0: I like it. What about the coach? Oh yes. So let's pick out of the 16 NRL coaches. Who would be the best who at would coaching? Be, who who yeah, who's the best soccer coach? Who's like who can you see standing on the sideline? Well, that's what I was to thinking. Be in their box. Sideline. Ricky Stewart's always on the sideline. I'm side thinking line. sticky. He's always on the sideline.
1: You want a good man manager as well? And up until the last couple of <laughs> weeks, I would I would have said Ricky's really good that. Well, he's had enough
0: dramas in his team to, to be like an EPL side recently. I <laughs> this know. is true. It feels like he's... Um, Who
1: else? Trent Barrett? Not bad.
0: Yeah. I like the fact that Ricky's on the sideline. Are there any other coaches that are generally on the sideline? Uh, I've seen Kevin Walters there a little bit, but not 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 always. Only when they're losing. Only when they're losing <laughs> like a bad omen <laughs> if he's on the sideline. <laughs> um Yeah, look, honestly, I'm happy with Ricky Stewart. Also, They've- he's got a lot of poms. so he could probably l- learn a lot true. about soccer yeah. off of his poms. Absolutely. Pommy Something boys. tells me
1: that the poms that he's got aren't mad <laughs> on the football, as in yeah. soccer, <laughs> yeah. but
0: well, they're from the north. They yeah, bloody get around it, mate. That's not a good that accent. That is a Cockney accent, mate. <laughs> from it. the south.
1: So any <sighs> northern English blokes Sorry. listening will be just, deeply
0: offended. I was just doing my... Because Chelsea won. I'm London fever. There you go. There well, you let's go with Ricky, Ricky Stewart, Stewart as, coach. as our
1: coach of our They Talk A Good Game, NRL Players Do Other Sports, Soccer Edition. <laughs>
0: Alright guys, that's the podcast for this week. Hope you enjoyed another ripper week of laughs. Yeah, it was a fun one. Sport. Yeah, it was a fun one. It was nice. Covered to a lot it. of grounds. nice to do a silly, silly last segment. It's been a while, I think, since we've had a real, really silly them. last segment.
1: I think they're better than
0: the serious bits, but yeah. you gotta have the serious bits so that the you've fun got to bits you earn you gotta earn the fun bits. Absolutely. You know, it's like NRL, you've gotta you've gotta do do you complete your sets and kick you get to the end of your set before you can earn the right to toss the footy around and today we earned the right to toss the footy <laughs> around <laughs> thanks for joining us
1: um, you can follow us on Instagram at they talk a good game yep. all the content will be up there you'll be able to give us some feedback on the teams that we picked you can vote for your player of the round vote for your player of the
0: round absolutely and other polls this week we'll be putting up a poll of whether you think every NRL team should have a traditional team song so vote for that on there
1: Bye-bye!